0: What time is it? I said, what time is it? It's episode time, motherfuckers. What up, what up? Ladies and gents, boys and girls, you are now tuned into a brand new episode of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. I am your host with the most, The Hood's ESPN, Crystal Street's golden boy, Dre Day. What's up? What's up? What's up? This is episode 124. One, two, four. And this episode here is going to be... I'm not gonna say it's gonna be a short and simple one, but I am going to recap the WNBA draft that just took place this past weekend. And first off, what I wanna say is I wanna say congrats to all the young female, to all the young women who had hopes and aspirations of making it to the WNBA. And congrats to them and their dreams being fulfilled. Definitely wanna say salute to them for that. Um, the other thing I want to speak about is, um, what else? What what, what else does your boy want to talk about? Well, aside from the whole WNBA draft, I'm going to speak on that. I'm going to speak, I'm going to basically sum it up the best way I possibly can, because I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. There are some girls that was drafted that I don't know, that I didn't pay attention to. So I'm not going to sit up here and try to front like I know about them. I'm not going to do that. But what I will do is I'm going to speak about some of the girls that I do, that I do know about, that I have been able and fortunate to pay attention to. But the first segment I want to speak about is, I mean, it's crystal clear who the number one draft pick was going to be. It was crystal clear. Stevie Wonder could have saw who was the number one draft pick, and that was Oregon star Sabrina Yonescu. You know what I'm saying? So she's going to have a whole segment for herself. And then I'm going to speak about, you know, the other girls that was drafted alongside of her, you know, from the second pick on. But for this first round, I just want to give Sabrina her props and have her have her own segment. So let's get into it now. So first off, I want to say, welcome to New York. Welcome to New York. Well, welcome to Brooklyn for that matter, because... She was drafted to the New York Liberty. Who happens to... Was playing in the Garden. To the last, I want to say, two years. They was playing in Westchester. But this upcoming season. If there is a WNBA season. Which I'm hoping and praying it does. If it's a WNBA season. This summer. The New York Liberty will be playing their games on Atlantic Avenue. And if y'all don't know what that is, that means they're playing at Barclays. They're playing at Barclays Center. So I'm hoping that the Liberty will be playing some games there. And I'm hoping this whole coronavirus pandemic shit ends so then that way my black ass will be at them games watching the Liberty. I can't say rep them because I'm a Sparks fan. Y'all know who I love. Y'all, c- come on, it's, it's very well documented. Candace Parker, that's my boo. Y'all know how this goes. But as a New Yorker, I do like the Liberty. And I think this, I, I, listen, when the Liberty had the number one pick, it was crystal clear who was going to be the number one pick. And it was Sabrina Yonescu. And again, I've, I've I have followed her for her last two years in oregon oregon and unfortunately i mean i'm gonna keep it a stack if it wasn't for this coronavirus pandemic i truly believe oregon would have won the national championship and it's tough for me to say that because i'm a connecticut fan i'm a yukon lady husky fan but i'm gonna just call i'm gonna just call a spade a spade i truly think oregon was gonna win the national championship this year. I think I think it was I think it was definitely that year with Sabrina leading the team, you know, and her supporting cast that was right there behind her. I'ma get into them for the next segment, but for this one I wanna speak about her. And to think that this season she became the first collegiate player in history. I'm going to say it again. In history, we're not just talking about females. We're talking about males. We're talking about males too. She she's the first collegiate athlete in NCAA history to have 2000 points, 1000 rebounds, 1000 assists. Nobody has ever done that before in college basketball on the female side or the men's side. This young lady in her career in college 26 triple doubles that is a record for anybody i'm gonna say it again for anybody male or female so that's two records that she holds in college basketball that not even guys have have been able to take heed to this season she averaged 18 a game points she averaged eight dimes a game and averaged nine rebounds a game. The girl is a triple double machine. Now, some people out there was throwing some comparisons out there. The names that they was comparing her to, I don't even like. So I'm not even gonna say that. And the one thing I don't, the one thing I don't like to do is try to make comparisons for people when they haven't even played in the league yet. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to refrain from doing that. I'm truly going to refrain from doing that. But I will say this. This girl is a winner. She's a bona fide playmaker. Her court vision is no joke. And this was something that New York needed. This was something that the city needed. Because I'm going to tell you why. When you think of all the past number one picks in WNBA history. And I can speak on it because I think it's very well documented that me and two other podcasters out there that I spoke about recently are the only ones that speak about the WNBA. I've been following the WNBA since it launched in 97. I know number one picks out the ass. And what I want to do with y'all is I want to just give y'all an example of where I'm going with this. When you think of number one draft picks like Tina Thompson, Lauren Jackson, Sue Bird, Diana Taurasi, uh, Lindsey Harden, Simone Augustus, Mabu, Candace Parker, Maya Moore, uh, Nekka Awumake, Brittany Grinder, Brianna Stewart, Asia Wilson, Kelsey Plum, all of these girls that were number one picks, they all went to the West Coast. They all went to a Western Conference team. Since the WNBA has emerged, no top number one pick has ever made it to the east Coast now you have now you have you've had some that went to Atlanta like angel McCartrie Tina Charles but I mean Tina Charles's hype is nowhere near what Sabrina's is now now maybe because we're in the social media era maybe that's what it is but still y'all get where I'm going. And Shanae Awumake when she went to Connecticut. So I think with Serena coming to New York, coming to Brooklyn, you might as well say, you might as well say Brooklyn because they're playing in Brooklyn. It's going to be a good look for the city. And then you got to factor in who her mentor was. The late, great Kobe Bryant. Mamba mentality. Every time she stepped on that court, that's what she had. She had mamba mentality. She saw it in her, you, you saw it in her eyes every single time she stepped foot on the floor. Again, I followed her career these last two years. Last two years. And I've been following college basketball for as long as I can remember. I don't know where I would rank her as far as girls that I've watched. But she's definitely in the top ten. Now, I can't name other ones. But she's definitely in the top 10 of girls that I've watched before they went to the WNBA. This girl is special. And what she's going to do and, and what she's gonna do for this Liberty team is something special. It's her team now. She is she is the focal point of this team now. The Liberty just traded Tina Charles to Washington and then got some draft picks. So they made that move to let it be known when we draft this girl. This is going to be her team now. She's going to be the and she she's going to be the engine driving this car. And I can't wait for the season to start. And the Liberty made some other moves. They, they like they, they they the Liberty have made some other moves in this draft that I'm going to speak about. They had 5 picks in the top 15. That's a lot of picks. Them and the Dallas Wings had a lot of picks in this draft. So both teams did an amazing job with their draft picks, but I think what Sabrina is going to bring to this team it, it's, listen, it's going to be interesting. And then you got to factor in there in the Eastern Conference. So you still got to worry about Connecticut. You still got to worry about, uh, well, Atlanta, I'm not sure if you really got to worry about Atlanta. Indiana, I don't know. Um, Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Connecticut for sure, that that that's for sure. Washington, I think those are the only two teams in the Eastern Conference that the Liberty have to worry about right now. With Sabrina on this team now, you pair her up with Kia Nurse, who I, who who had a who had a breakout year last year in the WNBA. You pair her up with you you pair her up with Sabrina Unescu, you, you, Unescu. It's Listen, the Liberty is gonna be a the Liberty is gonna be a thing to watch this upcoming season. I haven't been excited for the Liberty like this since Teresa Weatherspoon was there. And Ther- Teaspoon was one of them point guards you couldn't fuck with it in the league. And to think that she played in the big apple, and now we got Sabrina here, oh it's oh, it's gonna be fun. The garden, I'm about to say the garden. Barclays is about to be lit this summer. God willing, there is a WNBA season. There will be fans coming to these games just to come to see her. Just to come see her. She's looking forward to it. I mean, she said that she's only been to New York a couple of times, but it never was on a, you know, you know, a vacation basis. Now she's gonna. Now she's gonna experience what the Big Apple was like. And on top of that. She just inked the deal with Nike, so not only was you the number one draft pick, you come to the biggest market in New York. You're gonna be playing in Brooklyn, and you just inked the deal with Nike. You might as well said the biggest sneaker company and the biggest sneaker company in the world. So this girl is th- th- this girl is big time. She done made the big time right now, and I know her mentor Kobe. Will be smiling from cheek to cheek right now, from cheek to cheek right now. And I, I, again, I, I I cannot wait to see her in a Liberty uniform. I cannot wait to see it. I can't wait to see her competitive fire. I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see her passion. I can't wait to see her energy rub off on the rest of these girls that's on this Liberty team. I just like. I I just, I, I just can't wait. I cannot wait. I'm excited. Um unfortunately we don't know when the WA we don't know when the WNBA season is going to start. We don't know. You know, it was supposed to start in May, but with the coronavirus pandemic, again, everything is being pushed back. Some things have been canceled, some things some things have been postponed, some things have been suspended, and right now the WNBA season has been suspended for the time being, and you know, you know hope you know ho- hopefully they can get this thing up and running soon because I think this year is going to be one of the breakout years for the WNBA from a talent standpoint because it's a lot of girls that was drafted this class that have crazy potential, crazy potential. But this segment here, I just needed to speak on Sabrina. I like I I had I had to speak on Sabrina, Um Unescu, Um. I think I think a few times I might have said Serena. I'm sorry, but Sabrina Unescu. I had to speak on her. I felt that she needed to have her own segment and then shed, shed light on the other girls that were drafted. So yes, congrats to Sabrina Unescu. Again, welcome to the Big Apple. Welcome to Brooklyn. And I cannot wait to see you in a Liberty uniform repping my city. I tell you what, I wouldn't be surprised if the Liberty are better than the Knicks. I wouldn't be surprised for that. I, I, listen, I, I, would not, I would not be surprised if that, if, if that was the case. Because this young girl, she's a winner. Now, unfortunately, you know, again... She couldn't complete her senior season because of the coronavirus. There was no NCAA tournament. So she couldn't really display her talents on the big stage. You don't you don't think she's gonna You don't think she's gonna take that frustration and bring it to the WNBA? Now I'm not saying she's gonna smoke boots when she comes into the league because when, when when some rookies get drafted it's a filling out process i like i like I, I can't i can't think of a rookie that came into the league like that and really really showed out like that in their first year oh no wait a minute actually i can think of one person and that'd be Candace in 2008 cuz she won MVP and rookie of the year in the same year but we ain't talking about Candace we're going to leave Candace out of it we ain't gonna talk about her. We gon we we, we, we we gonna leave that alone. We're gonna leave that alone right here. Cause if I start talking about her, I'm gonna get off topic and I don't wanna do that. But but I think but I I I I I think that with her missing out on the NCAA tournament and possibly winning the national championship, that's just gonna ignite her fire. That's just gonna motivate her even more. For when she does get back on the basketball court. When she gets introduced to her new teammates. Because again, they know what it is. This is her team now. There's no question about it. This is her team. This is her team. Sabrina, this is your team. I just can't wait for it to start. Like, 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 I can't wait. I haven't looked forward. I mean, I always look forward to a WNBA season. But as far as the New York Liberty go, I haven't looked forward to a season of theirs in quite some time. I haven't. So just like ju- just think about this. And I've seen it already this past season because, you know, she played in an exhibition game. She played in an exhibition game against Team USA. So I got a chance to see her in a scrimmage. Against Diana Taurasi. I was able to see her in a scrimmage game. Against Sue Bird. To think that these two girls. Are going to be competing against each other. On the hardwood. In the WNBA. You can look at that as a passing of the torch. Sue Bird in my eyes. Is probably the greatest point guard in WNBA history. We could be looking at. Somebody that she could be passing that torch to. And Sabrina Unescu. Again, man, like I'm 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 true I'm truly looking forward to this season. Y'all can hear it in my voice, man, and again, like I, I I love the WNBA. I know there's some people out there that don't give two shits, they don't give a fuck about it, they think it's a joke, they think they shouldn't be out there playing. Listen, I'm a fan of basketball. I don't care if it's teenagers playing, I don't care if it's infants playing, I am a fan of basketball. I don't care. It just so happens that there are females out there that can play the game, that can can play the game and they play it with so much passion and they know they got to play with so much passion because they got so much to prove. Because, again, I just said it, there's some people out there that feel like it's a joke that these girls is out there. So they pretty much got to work harder than the men. They got to study harder than the men. They got to grind harder than the men just to get. That respect, I'm a fan of it. And I can't wait for the season to start. Sabrina, again, congrats. Welcome to New York. Welcome to Brooklyn. And I cannot wait to see what you do this upcoming season for the New York Liberty. So again, your mentor was the Black Mamba. All I ask is that you continue to have that Mamba mentality. Bring that same energy that you had at Oregon. Bring it to the Big Apple. Bring it to New York, bring it to Brooklyn, bring it to Barclays. So again, congrats and wish you nothing but the best in your WNBA career. And let's get it popping, girl. Let's get it popping. But uh, it's a wrap for this segment. Uh, When your boy comes back from taking a quick break, I'm going to speak on some of the other girls that was drafted in the 2020 WNBA draft. And I also, you know, want to talk about a good deed that the WNBA uh, announced yesterday for the w- at the WNBA draft. So, again, when your boy gets back, we're going to speak on that. So, this is your man Dre Day, Sportswear with Dre Day podcast, The Hood's ESPN. This is episode 124. So, when your boy gets back, we're going to get straight into that. We're going to get straight into the second segment. Holla at your boy. What up, what up, what up? Your boy is back. Episode 124, WNBA Draft Recap. Now, like I said, the first segment, I want to speak on Sabrina Yonescu and want to give her her own segment because, again, it was crystal clear that she was going to be the number one pick in the WNBA Draft this year. So I felt the need to just let her have you know, her own little thing, you know what I'm saying? And on top of that, she's now in my borough now. So I guess you could say, had to be a little biased towards her. Because now she's, she's, she, she, she on the Brooklyn squad now. You know, you know she on the Brooklyn squad, she on the New York squad. Whichever way you want to look at it, you know what I mean? I You know, I had to give her the welcome to Brooklyn treatment, you know what I'm saying? But this segment here, I want to speak on some of the other girls that made... The WNBA Draft. But before I do that. I want to give. Major props. To WNBA Commissioner. Kathy Engelbert. She did an amazing job yesterday. um, With announcing the girls. For the WNBA Draft. Now for those that watched. Obviously it it wasn't like. Your regular. WNBA Draft. Or any draft for that matter. Um, This was the first. Visual draft Um, The NFL draft is about to happen soon They're going to do the same thing The NBA draft is going to happen I guess in June Maybe in June, who knows But when they do have their draft They're going to do the same thing A visual draft There is no walking up the stairs Shaking the commissioner's hand uh, Getting your jersey And taking a picture with it I mean, you're going to be able to do that But it'll be a visual thing It won't be Live and direct, you know what I'm saying? You, you won't be there physically, you know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a visual thing from the confines of your own home. And under the circumstances yesterday, that's what the WNBA had to deal with yesterday. And again, Commissioner Kathy Englehurt, Engelbert did an amazing job with it. And the other thing I want to give up props for is, well, Vanessa Bryant, who is Kobe's widow, she basically she she basically threw the cat out the bag quick, and she had posted something on her Instagram page where the WNBA was going to honor her daughter Gianna Bryant and three of her up then two of her other teammates who were killed in the helicopter accident that happened um, January twenty sixth. So. Before the WNBA draft even started, the WNBA, Commissioner Kathy Engelbert instituted an honorary draft pick and all three of those girls, all three of those girls that were killed in that helicopter crash in January that took the lives of them three, Kobe Bryant, and all the other victims, they all three Was draft Were honorary draft picks In the 2020 WNBA draft And they did it in alphabetical order So the first one to get drafted Was Alyssa I'm hoping I'm saying her name right Alyssa Altobelli She was the first one That got drafted Alphabetical order Right after her Gianna Bryant Right after that Peyton Chester and then they went on with you know the regular draft but I think it w- I think the WNBA did an amazing job by honoring these three girls because obviously all three of them had dreams and aspirations of possibly making it to the WNBA obviously we know about Gianna we know about Gigi because of who her dad is the other two girls they had dreams and aspirations of making it to the WNBA as well so I just think That the WNBA did an amazing job yesterday by including those three girls within the draft and making them honorary draft picks. Now, let's get into the other girls that were drafted in this draft class. Now, again, I can't speak on all the girls. I'm going to keep it all the way 100. Some of these girls I don't know from a hole in the wall. But there are, I want to say, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I want to say it's about eight girls that I know. Well, nine if you include Sabrina. So there's eight other girls that I actually paid attention to and watched. So I felt the need to speak about them as well. So the first girl I want to speak about is Sabrina's teammate. Sabrina's teammate, Satu Sabali. Hopefully, I'm saying her, hopefully I'm saying her last name correctly. The one thing I don't like doing is messing up people's names. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping I said her name right. This girl can ball. I think, besides Sabrina, if I wanna if I wanna say one of the other steals in the draft would have to be her, and she's going to Dallas, and Dallas is not really that fun, like, they're not that formidable right now. They're not. But she's going to to Dallas. She's playing for the Dallas Wings. Um, First team, All-American. She won the Cheryl Miller Award this past season. And for those of y'all that don't know what that award is, that award goes to the top small forward in collegiate basketball on the female side. So she was the best female, small forward, and all of college basketball. She made all Pac-12. She can play. She has game. She has inside game. She got an outside game. She's very versatile. Um, 16 points a game, 7 rebounds a game. The girl can ball, and she look good. Yes, l- 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 listen. I got eyes. I can't front. I'm not going to sugarcoat this shit. The girl's beautiful, but she damn sure got some game too. She damn sure got some game, so we ain't gonna see her and act like she don't. I'm back. Sorry for the technical difficulties. I have wound up getting the call that I was hoping I didn't I I wouldn't get while I was recording, but unfortunately some people don't listen. When you tell them that you're recording. Do not disturb the peace. But it winds up happening anyway. But that's neither here nor there. But again. Out of all the girls that was drafted in this class. I do believe that. Satu Sabali. Is going to be one of the steals. In this draft class. And I'm eager to see. How she's going to transcend her game. From college to the WNBA. And. She's German, and Dallas knows this all too well. She's German, and she's playing in Dallas. The last I checked, there was another player that played in Dallas that was from Germany, and that would be none other than Dirk Levitsky. So if you don't think for one split second that they haven't spoken, and he hasn't, you know, Told her what it's like in Dallas and what to, to, to what to expect in da- what to expect in Dallas. You got another thing coming. So I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing her and how she transcends her game to the WNBA. So that's two players. That's the first two draft picks in this year's draft were from Oregon. So you know, I'm eager to see how both of these girls show out in the WNBA. The third pick in the draft was the Indiana Fever. They drafted uh, Baylor power forward Lauren Cox. Um, she was a first-team All-American. She's got some game to her, too. Um, another, another, another one of these girls that is very versatile. Quick on her feet. She can play some defense. She could block some shots. Uh, she can crash the boards. I mean, she ain't really score that. She, I mean, she ain't really sco- I mean, she ain't really score that much. Only 12 points a game. She didn't really score that much. But, um, I think that was more from, I guess, from her being injured the last season. I guess they wanted to, you know, monitor her, monitor, monitor her a little bit. But I was able to see her play just a tad bit. Because being that she went to Baylor University, the top teams, they always show them on TV. You know, you, you know, you got your Yukons, you got your South Carolinas, you got Oregon, you got Baylor for that matter, you got South Carolina, you got a lot of these teams, you got a lot of those teams that they always, always show on TV. So I was able to catch her just a tad bit. So from what I, so from what I've seen from her, I'm impressed. And I like her game. And she's another one that looked good. You know what I'm saying? But hey. It is what it is. I got eyes. It is what it is, all right? Now, the fourth pick in the draft. The Atlanta Dream. They drafted Kennedy Carter from Texas A&M. I've probably only I've probably only watched her play probably twice. So I can't really have that much of an insight on her. But she was a second-team All-American point guard. So I was impressed from what I saw. I was, I, I, was, I was impressed from what I saw from the two times that I've watched her play. Um, she's going to the Atlanta Dream. I think they're in the rebuilding stage right now, so I don't really expect much from them this season. But I think she's going to go there, and I think she's going to do a good job. That's pretty much—that's probably the best way I can sum it up, Honestly. Um, the fifth pick, I mean, I don't know this girl, but I'm a shout out anyway. Uh, the fifth pick in the draft, the Dallas wings, they drafted Be- They drafted Bella Allery from Princeton. Now they don't show Princeton like that on TV. So obviously I've never seen her play, but being that I'm going down the list of some of the girls that were drafted, at least for the first round, I felt the need to bring her up. But one of the girls that I was able to see was the sixth pick in the draft. And the Minnesota Lynx, they drafted Makia Herbert Harrigan from South Carolina. Now, again, this is one of those schools that they showed on TV a lot. And to play with, play alongside Dawn Staley as your coach, her teaching Definitely was going to rub off on some of these girls. And the two girls that I'm about to mention, because they both played at South Carolina, which was the sixth pick and the seventh pick, both of these girls played at South Carolina. And they both were under the tutelage of Dawn Staley. But Makaya Herbert Harrigan, she's got game. She's got game. Uh... She can shoot that trade. 44% from the three-point line. So, Minnesota, they got something good in Minnesota. And you got to factor in, it's looking like Maya Moore might not play again this season. So, I think it was urgent for them to draft a forward because that's a roster spot that's open because it's looking like Maya Moore is going to sit out for her second straight year. I mean, they still have... My girl from Yukon, um Nefessa Collier, who won Rookie of the Year last year. So maybe that so maybe Herbert Harrigan could pair up with her in the front court. But I think this was a good I think this was a good pickup for the Minnesota Lynx. And then you got Cheryl Reeve as the coach. So you go from being coached by Dawn Staley to now being coached by Cheryl Reeves, who's one of the best WNBA coaches of all time. Yeah. Minnesota got something good here. They got something real good here. So I'm eager to see how she's going to show out um, in Minnesota. And the other girl from South Carolina who got drafted seventh, which is Ty Harris. All SEC second team. This is somebody else who can shoot the trade. I'm eager to see how her and Sabali is going to work out. That's a nice little one-two punch there. For the Dallas Wings. That that that's a nice that, that, that's a nice that's a nice little pickup that they got there. Um I I dang, I really can't pronounce this girl's name that plays for Dallas. I know she was a Kobe Bryant fan. Um I know she named her dog after Kobe. I know she played at Notre Dame and she made one of those big, big, big shots in a... um National semifinals a few years ago I can't remember her name So if anybody out there listens to this And know who I'm talking about DM me and let me know what her name is She's also over there in Dallas too So they got a nice little big three nucleus That they got going on over there in Dallas Now that they got Ty Harris And they got Satu Sabali um, The eighth pick in the draft Another Oregon member uh, Ruthie Hebert the Chicago Sky picked her up. And this girl gets busy. I've, again, she played at Oregon, so they showed her a lot. Her presence in the paint is something serious. When you can shoot 68% from the field, now I know for some of y'all out there, oh, it's females. It's not that hard, it's easy. Miss me with the bullshit. Miss me with it, please. These girls still got to go out there and execute. You can't give them props and then it has to come with a caveat. Nah, we not doing that over here. The girl can shoot 68% from the field. She won the Katrina McLean Award. Top power forward. She was first team All-American. The girl can ball. Miss me with the old... It's easy to shoot 68% from the field. She's a female. I'm not trying to hear that. I'm not trying to hear that. So miss me with that dumb shit. That's illiterate motherfuckers that talk that bullshit. And I'm not And and and, and I'm not the one for it. I'm not. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not the one for it. These girls deserve their props. They deserve their respect. And that's all they're going to get over here on this podcast. But I'm eager to see how she's going to play well with the Chicago Sky. Because Chicago got a nice little squad over there. Oh, dang, I forgot about them. I talked about some of the teams that the Liberty might have to worry about this upcoming season. So, you got the Liberty in the East. You got the defending champs, Washington, because you still got Elena Deladon. You still got uh, Messi Man. You still got Christy Tolliver. So, you got the Liberty. You got the Mystics. You still got the Connecticut Sun and you got the Chicago Sky. So that's four teams in the East that might be problems this upcoming season. Because in Dallas, you got Stephanie Dawson. And, you know, salutes, you know, shout out to Stephanie Dawson, who during the draft, she had announced that, you know, her and her family had contracted coronavirus, but now everybody is good. So that's great news. That's great news to hear. So, you know, Stephanie Dawson and your family continue to stay safe and continue to get well. So you got Stephanie Dawson as your center. You have Allie Klingy, who just beat Chris Paul and Horse, who's a great three-point shooter for that matter. You got Diamond the Shields. You got Gabby Williams, and now you bring Ruthie into the equation. That Chicago team is going to be something serious this upcoming season. I mean, y'all hear it in my voice, man. Like, I'm very looking forward to this upcoming season. Like, I, I'm, 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 tru- I'm truly looking forward to this upcoming season, man. I'm not even going to lie to you. The ninth pick in the draft, one of my UConn girls, Megan Walker. She's coming to the tri-state area. She's coming to New York. She's coming to New York. She's coming to Brooklyn to play alongside Sabrina. UNESCO and fellow UConn teammate Kia Nurse so maybe that's a nice little big three right there for that matter because I believe I believe she's a small forward so UNESCO is the one Kia Nurse is the off-guard and then maybe you Institute Megan Walker you move into the three that's a nice little big three that you got there in Brooklyn so I mean I, I mean let's see what happens Megan Walker, first team All-American. Uh, she was her conference player of the year. She averaged 20 points a game. She's another one that can shoot the trade. 45%. She's trustworthy at the free throw line. And she can crash the boards. And she can play defense. So, this Liberty team, listen, this Liberty team is going to be something. It's, like, it's, 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 it's going to be something. They're young. And they're gonna be hungry. They're gonna be hungry. You best believe they're going to be hungry. They're playing in the tri-state area. We need some winning in this city, cause we ain't getting it from the Knicks. We ain't getting it from the Knicks. Mm-hmm. The Nets was eyed right, somewhat, but you know, hopefully, you know, you know, hopefully the Liberty, you know, could do some shit and make something happen. Um, the tenth pick in the draft. This was a girl that I, unfortunately, I didn't. I, I've never seen her play. But I'm a shout-out anyway, and that will be Jocelyn Willoughby. Uh, she's from the University of Virginia, and she got drafted by the Phoenix Mercury. So I'm quite sure she'll be able to fit in well with Diana Taurasi, uh, Skylar Diggins, and Brittany Grinder. Um, the Seattle Storm picked up. Um, I know I'm, I'm going to say her name wrong. Um, I Listen. All right. She's from the Tavia. I'll say that. Uh, she played. She's going to be playing alongside Sue Bird. The video highlights they've showed to her, I was very impressed. Um, I'm assuming she's an off guard. She can get to the basket. She has a nice little jumper. She got, like, she got a nice little mid-range game from what I saw. And she's going to be playing alongside Sue Bird, Brianna Stewart, uh, Joe Lloyd. Seattle was going to be that sleeper. And now that Brianna Stewart is at full strength, with Sue Bird being back at full strength, Seattle was going to be one of those shockers. I'm not even going to say a shocker because they're always, you know, in contention. And now that their two biggest stars is back, I wouldn't be surprised if they're not in the championship picture. So let's see what happens with that. Um, the 12th pick in the draft to wrap up the first round, Jasmine Jones. This is another Liberty pick. Um, she wound up going to the Liberty. She played at Louisville. Um, that's another one of those teams that got some TV time, but I didn't really watch the, you know, Louisville Cardinals like that, so I can't really speak on her game. But last but not least, it was another girl that I followed throughout her whole collegiate career, and that was Crystal Dangerfield. This is another pickup for the Minnesota Lynx because they've been in need of a point guard. Uh, I mean, Lindsey Whalen retired, I believe, last, not last season, the season before that, and they was lacking that point guard. They was lacking that leadership. I think Crystal Dangerfield can definitely go over there and bring that leadership. And then again, she's reuniting with kalia from uconn they can you know they already have a rapport with each other now the issue with crystal dangerfield is her height she's five five but big things come in small packages the girl can ball she's dependable at the free throw line she can shoot that three she can irk you on defense don't let the height fool you so i'm eager to see what she can do in Minnesota and she could score she averaged 15 points a, she averaged 15 points a game this past season so this is another one of the girls that I was able to follow her whole collegiate career so those are some the, the girls that I mentioned those are the ones that I was able to actually pay attention and watch I can't really speak on all the girls that's why I want to say congratulations to each and every girl that was drafted in this draft class salute to each and every one of y'all I wish y'all nothing but the best. And before I go, there was another thing that the WNBA did to honor Gigi Bryant. Well, actually, they honored Gigi and Kobe. They named an award after them. So, salute to the WNBA for naming an award after Kobe and Gianna Bryant. Because, again, Kobe's life... Off the court in the NBA, he was just scratching the surface, man. And unfortunately, we won't be able to see what he had cooking up. And one of those things was taking women's basketball to the next level. He he. Le- listen, I don't understand why they. I I listen. I don't understand why before he wound up passing. I don't understand how the WNBA didn't put him in a position of power in the fr- in, in like, a, like a president or a commissioner or something. Because, that, because that's, that's what the WNBA needed. They, needed. they needed a face that could bring some credibility to the WNBA. Now, yes, you had players talking about the WNBA, but Kobe talked about it. He went to games. All that shit. You know what I mean? So I think the WNBA did an amazing job by honoring Kobe by naming an award after him and Gigi. And I think WNBA did an amazing job by, you know, having an honorary draft pick. Having honorary draft picks for Gigi and two, and her other two teammates that was killed in that helicopter crash um, at the end of January Of this year so again congrats to all the girls congrats to each and every one of y'all your dreams are now fulfilled don't settle have that mamba mentality let's get the wheels moving once the season starts let's get the wheels moving Uh, it's a wrap for this episode Um, I just want to keep it short and simple Um, So, again, thank you to all the supporters. Thank you to each and every one of y'all that take time out of your day, whether it's in the morning, whether it's in the afternoon, whether it's in the evening. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you ever shared it on your social media pages, thank you. If you ever tweeted about it, if you ever shared it in your Instagram story, thank you. Um, Just continue to spread it. That's all I ask you to do. It's free. You know, you don't have to pay to listen to it Just press that button play And just hear your boy talk about What he loves, and that's sports And, uh You can check out the podcast on Plenty of streaming platforms You can check it out on Anchor, just go download the Anchor app Uh, I'm on Spotify, Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts iHeartRadio Podbean, Stitcher Radio Public um Overcast Breaker. I think those are I think those are ten. I think I think that's ten. I mean, it's it's a lot. You know what I mean? But you know, those are the streaming platforms that your boy is on. Um you can also go on my social media pages to check it out. Um You can go on my Facebook page, Dre Day. You can go on my podcast page, which is on Facebook, Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. Hit the like button um, on Instagram, Sports where we Day podcast. The link is in the bio. Um, you can go on my personal page. The link is in the bio. Dre Day 1985, and on Twitter, Dre Day 1985. So again, thank you all for your support. Just keep the positive vibes. And in closing, y'all know how this goes. This has been another episode of Sports where we Day podcast. Once again, before I go, everyone out there, you stay safe. Be safe. Stay home if you don't have no if you don't have nothing to do. If you don't have nothing to do as far as shopping, or if you don't need to go to work, stay home. If you do need to go out, practice the six feet social distancing. Let's get let let's end this coronavirus shit. Let's let's try to reduce the deaths. Let's reduce all these things. Let's get back to our normal life. You know what I'm saying? So again everybody out there stay safe be safe peace and love god bless episode 120 episode 124 is now over and complete god bless peace and love your boy is out of here